When she graduated, what, two years ago at the age of 32? It was two years ago when you yeah. graduated, right? Yeah. She was the youngest black female cardiologist in the country and was chosen as part of the medical team that treated Tata Madiba during his last days. For this, she and along with other medics were honored by President Zuma with the Mandela Medallion Gold Medal. She's also the owner of a medical tourism company, Riga. What on earth is medical tourism? Is it where we get to pay to watch a, open up a chest and fix a heart? We'll find out. She graduated from Vitz College of Medicine after passing the medical board exams. That will see her formally qualifying as a specialist in cardiology. She grew up in a small rural village called Mpindweni in Mount Frere, Eastern Cape. After matric, she studied medicine at the University of the Transkei, now known as Walter Susulu University. Mtwesi and her brother were raised by a single parent with the help of other family members. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Dr. Viwe Mtwesi. Morning, Doc. Morning, morning, morning. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. You are the tallest doctor I have ever met in my entire life. (laughs) And I've met a lot of doctors. Yeah. How tall are we and why are we wearing heels? Is that just to put a nail? It's for balance. It's for balance. Balance how? And for back pain. It helps. Yeah, well, when I wear flat shoes, I actually yes. get back pain. Ah. And I don't feel like I'm balanced enough. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Thank you. Do you still wear, I'm the youngest black cardiologist in the country? Or does it annoy you that people refer to you as that? Actually, that's the, it's, it's not important for me. Yeah. I think it was actually something that... Uh, there are more important things than being young. Yes. You know, I was just fortunate to go to a university that offered medicine, uh, a five-year program for medicine. Yeah. That's how I ended up there. You mm. know, that w- that shouldn't be. I mean, in 2018, it, it, it wasn't supposed to be a big deal. It shouldn't you know be a big deal. I mean? It yes. shouldn't be, you know. Um, but somehow it ended up being that. It just shows you where we are as a country, mm. you know. So for me, it was really not a big deal. And it wasn't supposed to be a big deal. Mm. Tell us about Mpindweni. It's Mpindweni, right? Yeah. Okay, that's where my grandparents lived. Um, I was raised by them. Mm. Um, my parents got divorced. When they got divorced, we unfortunately had to leave the city and yeah. go and live with our grandparents. So the city was where? Uh, Mtata. Okay, Mtata. Okay. Yeah. So we're living there with our parents. Um, we actually moved from Cape Town to Mtata. Mm. And when they got divorced, my mother had to go back to school. Um, at that time, when she was still in varsity, mm. we had to stay with our parents grandparents um, how do you feel about that as a child you know what it actually helped me mm. um, but at the time did you understand i didn't understand i was, yeah. too, I was too young to understand mm. um my brother maybe was older he was older and he understood for me i mean i, I didn't understand and mm. my grandparents were quite loving parents so um i never felt you know and I felt anything. It was actually great. As a child, were you that child that used to dissect lizards and birds because you were interested in medicine? Or no. did that happen much later? No, no, Sorry, no, I was I that never. child. I should be the doctor. <laughs> no, actually. I wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. And um, in fact, till the end of my metric, I wanted to be an engineer. Mm. I actually applied for engineering. And I didn't get in. When I didn't get in, I had to have a plan B. Yes. And plan B was medicine. I love it when your plan B is medicine. (laughs) (laughs) When for a lot of parents, your plan A and B should be medicine. Mm. No, at home, actually, they didn't want me to be a doctor. 
um, my aunt is a nurse and my mother is a food service manager. So they yeah. both work in a hospital and they saw how doctors worked and they were against the idea of me being a doctor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So who were the influences in your life that you seem like you've always been a high aimer? Yeah. I want to be an engineer, yeah. failing which I'll be a doctor. Okay. And you look focused, you seem focused. Yeah. Who are the influences around you growing okay. up? Okay. So my grandparents, um, my grandfather was a teacher mm. and he sacrificed everything. I mean, he he used to, they used to live here in Joburg mm. and they moved to the Eastern Cape when he retired because he had to sell everything to make sure that my aunts and my mother and everybody ah. else went to school. Yes. So there was no other option than going, you know, than getting an education because everyone was educated at home. So it was just, you know, part of... That's how we do that's things. That's how we do home. things. It yes. was just something that you had to do. Sure. I mean, every time when I would bring my report home, it didn't matter that I had 80%. My grandfather would still tell me, you know what? There is somebody else in another school who's doing better than you. Wow. The reason you're getting these marks is because you're in this environment. Once you change environment, you must understand that there will always be somebody who will be better than you. Sure. So he wouldn't say, oh, well done. No, he would never say that. Mm. He would say, yes, you've passed. We're very happy. But you must understand that there's somebody who has done better. So you can be better. Where is he right now? He actually passed on when I was still oh. in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandmother passed on uh, two months before my graduation. What do you mm. think, looking down on you, they think of you right now? They're very proud of me. Yeah. I know that. For a fact. I don't know you from above, so yeah. with all due respect, but I'm proud of you. So <laughs> I can imagine what they're going through. Yeah. It's 28 minutes after six. We're hanging out with Dr. Viwe Mtwesi. What does a cardiologist do? It's Valentine's in two days. <laughs> can she fix a broken heart? We'll answer all of those questions after this. Donald, let's make a baby. Share, share. Dear Donald, mm. not to burst your bubble or your rubber. Mm. Let's not just make a baby. Let's make sure we have enough money to look after this baby first. No? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't just Agreed. make a baby and think now I'm sorted. Um, uh, and vote. then knowing him, he's mm. going to deny the baby. Wow. What do you mean knowing <laughs> him? Donald in denial. That's oh, Donald's guy. Wow. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Donald. It's a no from me. Donald on Metro FM. Let's make a baby. It's 6.30, your sports update with Mpoli Tsolonyani. We also have your news headlines with Angie Kumalo. And then we continue talking to our high-flying guest. We're hanging out with Dr. Viwe Mtoesi. She is a cardiologist. And as the tweet says, sent in by Dr. Nakanyani, Mm. I want to tweet along the Fresh Breakfast conversation, but I have to drive. Hashtag achievers are my favorite people. Definitely enjoying the conversation. That's from a fellow doctor. Okay. What do they say about doctors treating uh, themselves? Are you allowed to treat yourself? No. And is it true that oh, uh, family, you guys no. all use Panado? Like, I, I have so many questions because apparently it's, it's the cheapest choice. So, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this guy. You, you are so cheesy. <laughs> but the ad says wow. the cheapest choice. Uh, so I want to know yeah. when you have a headache. Is that what but you she's mean? not a GP you, you first, though. But you try. Don't answer. You're not okay. a GP. She's not a GP. <laughs> okay, she deals ma- with bigger issues than that. Okay, my heart is sore. What do I use? Epanado. Dear sales, it was for purposes of this link. We were not advertising them. <laughs> Thank you. Here is your headlines with Angie Kumalo. 6.53. We are in the company of cardiologist Dr. Viwe Mtwesi. What does a cardiologist do? A lot of things. <laughs> we take care of hearts. Yeah. Um, 
make the diagnosis, uh, do some procedures, yeah. and yeah. Why cardiology? What 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 about it drew you to it? I wanted to do EP, which is what I'm currently doing in Canada now. So what is EP? Uh, it's electrophysiology. Okay. It's uh, pacemakers. Okay. Um, so pacemakers are a machine that helps your yeah. heart beat. Yeah. Okay. Doing ablations. And What's an ablation? It's burning some of the electrical impulses. It's just basically being an electrician of the heart. Ah. Mm. Yeah. That is fascinating. Yeah. What are some of the challenges you found in specializing when you uh, went to the cardiology route? Um, it's a male-dominated field. Um, Just I male or white male? Mostly uh, white and Indian. Okay. Um, so there were no female mentors. Mm. So it was ca- quite hard. So how I did mean, you find a mentor? Whom did I, I you didn't, convince? I didn't have a female. I, I still don't have a female mentor. Um, okay. I have a male mentor. Mm. Um, I've got a couple of mentors, actually. Dr. Yeah. Fernanda Peters being one of them. Sure. Um, he actually just came and said, you know what, I'll mentor you. Wow. Which was beautiful because at the time I was really struggling. Mm. Um, at times you'll be told in the ward round in front of patients that you're thinking with your ovaries. Um, you are lying. Yeah. yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Medical, you know what? I think it's, it's, it's just the South African way of doing things because... Yeah. Currently in Canada, I'm not experiencing any of those things. Yes. Um, in South Africa, y- it's the abusive uh, nature of medicine, mm. of medical training, because you get abused, you end up being the abuser. Mm. We do it. You feel like you're at initiation, so, so you fight back. Yeah, so everyone abuses, you know, I abuse the intern, I get abused by my boss, verbally, that is. Yes. I mean, like now, I'm like, why are these people, when I started, you know, when I went there last year, when I started, I was like, why are these people nice to me? You know, mm. I, I, I struggled so with culture. them being nice to me. Yes. I thought, you know what, they, you're know, used they, to being they told. maybe think I'm stupid because I'm from Africa, yes. you know, and it's nothing like that. It, it's how it's supposed to be. Mm. You know, mm. you told sometimes that you're supposed to be a hairdresser. You're not supposed to be a doctor. Wow. Mm. I mean, verbal abuse in medicine is something that we deal with every day. And unfortunately, sure. it's can, something can, can that you can't. Can we fix that culture? It can be fixed, you know, but fixing it requires a lot of spine from the other people. Mm. Because if you stand alone and say, you know what, I'm going to fight this. You get asked, do you want the speci- the speciality mm. or you want to be going to courtrooms? Because this is how we do things here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Somebody would easily say to you, if you go to reports, maybe your boss did something or said something to you. They will easily say to you, okay, let me just give you brotherly advice. Mm. Do you want the speciality or you want, you know, know your to place. go? Yeah. yeah. So you end up saying to yourself, you know what, let me just back off and get what I need to get and disappear. Wow. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think you must also study in I did it as well. Um the important Nobody <laughs> laughed. Important went mm-hmm. Who bag? Ah, so. You must study E V H D. Okay. What's yeah. that? What's do you VHD? know it? No. Fail heart det- detection. <laughs> <laughs> can you come up with a device for that though? That can do you detect see? that. Uh, fail heart. You wanted a failure. <laughs> <laughs> he died of a failure. You were part of the medical team that looked after Tata Matiba. Yeah. 
before all of that happened. Sure. Yeah. What was your relationship with him in your mind, in your heart, in your soul? You know, I was like, he opened doors for me. Yeah. I thought, you know what, as a black female, yeah. I would never, you know, really get. Mm. Um, I mean, just the mere fact that I had the opportunity to go to the University of Transkei. The reason I ended up being there is it was purely because I didn't have money. Yes. I mean, I didn't have money to go to better universities. Mm. And the reason that university is But taking is nothing away there, from the university. Yes, yes. yes. The reason that university is there is for the same reason that people who come from disadvantaged backgrounds get access to education. Mm. So I was always grateful. So when I received that call, it was like, no, man, it cannot be. Wow. This must be a prank, mm. you know, because I was at that time, I hadn't even finished my specialty. I was doing my first specialty then, yes. which was internal medicine. And I actually phoned my mother to say, you know what? I think somebody is pranking me. Mm. Just call me <laughs> after 30 minutes and make sure that I'm still okay. Yes. You know, so when I arrived in his house and I saw like police and I was like, oh, my God, this is real. I'm in Madiba's you know? house. Yeah. And then seeing him, I mean, I was like, oh, my goodness. But given the special place he held in our hearts and our yeah. minds yeah. in our collective uh, psyches as it were yeah how easy or difficult was it to i'm here to work yeah i'm here to work yeah. i'm here to work don't get emotional about it no i think um medicine trains you to kind of be able to isolate yourself from you know your emotions from a patient yes so he was a patient of mine Outside, he's also Madiba. Yeah, 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 he was Madiba. It was a great honor, I yes. must say. But I had to make sure that I take Viwe's emotions out, of, out it. of it and make sure that I give him the best care that I could. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hanging out with cardiologist Dr. Viwe Mtresi. We're going to play a game. The game is called How Well Do You Know Your TV Medical Dramas? Oh um, and you'll also break it down for us after seven why you think they're rubbish, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, are you guys ready? You yes. How so is he? Why is he oh, running out? Oh, uh, no, he's busy sneezing. Oh. Please put your headphones on, uh, doctor. Uh, what medical drama is this? Grey's Anatomy? Scrubs. Scrubs is correct. Mm. Mm. Angie won. Everyone else, zero. What are scrubs for people that don't know uh, terms? It's like overalls. So, so it's basically the, the overall <laughs> yeah, that you guys wear. Yeah. <laughs> They're called scrubs. Yeah. Angie won. Everyone else zero. What medical drama is this? ER. Oh, ER, ER is yes, correct. Yes, yes, Angie yes, two. Yes, everyone yes. else zero. You can tell she's a doctor because she doesn't watch medical drama. No. <laughs> she's busy practicing <laughs> medicine. Mm, me too. What medical? <laughs> oh wow. What medical <laughs> drama is this? the hell oh <laughs> sounds like la law he was a redhead mm-hmm yes he, he, uh, wait he, dr hauser no doogie hauser that's correct yes. angie three everyone else zero angie studied medicine but not why forget, is he giving guys. me such a bad eye it was so busy. doogie hauser md what medical drama is this That's Grey's Anatomy. Grey's is correct. Angie, four. Everyone else, yes, zero. Yes, Angie. In the element. Yes, yeah, yeah, Finally, yeah. what medical drama is this? <laughs> Psalms. <laughs> uh, the Lion King. It, it, wow. 
or ring mara. Anyone? Yo, I don't know this one. No. It started to Mishomasha. Oh. It was written by Mfundi Vunta. What's it all? Anyone? Sure. It's about a hospital in Johannesburg. That's mm. your clue. Oh, Josie, Josie, Josie H. Josie H is correct. Angie, four. And Paul, one. Everyone else, zero. What glad you don't know any of the answers, yes. uh, Doctor. Because it means that you don't have time to watch these things that are half the time dramatic. What, what, Sumizi? What? I what? I didn't answer as well. Okay, so the doctor, Sumizi. Thanks. It's the latest single from Nuck Music on Metro FM. Dagwen's Antoni. It's 10 after 7. We're hanging out with cardiologist Dr. Viwe Mtwesi, a doctor friend of mine, uh, just WhatsApped me. Uh, the doctor is right. There is a culture of teach by humiliation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be Minister of Health and change the whole damn system. It is a culture started by the English. I hated it. Mm-hmm. The old professors one day will all die and I will change everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that bad. Yeah, it's very bad. It actually needs to change now before they die. Yes. We need to unlearn those habits. Yes. And I think you don't realize until you get out of that um, environment. You know, you get to be so bitter. It becomes your normal. Yes, it becomes normal. And unfortunately, you don't leave it at work. You take it with you at home. Wow. You know, it's very, 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 very hostile. And then we complain about our healthcare system. Mm. Yeah. But doctors are under siege in their training. Yeah, it's terrible. And no one does anything about it. You know, you just run away from the system and not change the system. You know what else is terrible? You're about to play Are You Smarter Than a Primary School Kid? Oh, my God. Metro FM traffic brought to you by Outsurance. SMS out to 40019. Time to make 2019 that year to switch and save. The finance minister has spent the last few weeks looking for budget tips from the public ahead of the 2019 budget speech. But here's a budget tip that won't take weeks. Simply SMS out to 40019. Outsurance will call you back for a quick quote. And if they can't save you money on your car insurance, ask them for 400 rand. Or 800 Rand if you haven't had a car claim in three years. It's quick and easy, so do it right now. SMS out to 40019. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's, C's, and standard rates apply. We're hanging out with Dr. Viwe Mtwesi, she is a cardiologist currently out in Canada. Why are you in Canada, doctor? I'm studying. I'm doing um, electrophysiology. Okay. Yeah, so I'm there for, I was supposed to be there for two years, but I've now extended it to three years. Yeah. You guys pretty much have to stay up to date all the time. Yeah. Does it not get tiring? It does. (laughs) It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah, you get drained, tired, but I mean... But how does it work in terms of protocols? For instance, you'll hear something like, when you're 40, we must check your prostate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just generalizing right yeah. now. And then in a, three years, we're told, no, only at 50, you must check your, your prostate. Mm-hmm. Things change all the times, yeah. and it confuses us laymen. Yeah. So It's like, because we continue doing research, right? Okay. So when there is, you know, when there's new research, which is very meaningful and sure. is can potentially change, you know, uh, people's lives. It, mm. That has to be taken into consideration. Even if at 40, I still want to check the prostate. But yeah, if you check no. it, it's fine. Yeah. But I mean, if something says, if they 
go and research and then the age has to change, mm. you know, then we have to tell you that it changes. It has changed. One, for financial, I mean, in that perspective, for example, mm. then it saves the, gov- the government money or sure. it saves the medical aids money. Mm. You know what I mean? New research always has to be out there. Sure. Yeah. Granted. You are Minister of Health mm-hmm. for a day. Yeah. What would you change? <clears throat> Take your time. Education would, sorry, um, healthcare would be free for all. Yeah. And I wouldn't have private and public uh, system. Mm. I will try. I mean, it will take time. Mm. I mean, it, the situation we have now is not ideal. Sure. For sure. I do understand that. But I mean, I think if we are to merge the two and train our staff in such a way that um, there is responsibility. Mm. I'll just give a short example. Before I went to Canada, I thought I was hardworking. When I got there, I realized that I'm actually one of the lazy people. You wow. know, um, There, people get paid per patient that they see. And as a result, you never see a doctor leave the hospital before five o'clock. Mm. You know, I had days where I left the hospital at half past nine. Mm. I had days where I left the hospital at 11. And yet there were, you know, uh, backlogs for like six months to a year. So, I mean, there's a lot that needs to change. Administration needs to change. Education, education for medicals, uh, medical professional needs to change. A lot of things need to Why change. Why are these things not changing? You know what? The system right now is is a mess, if I may put it that way. Is it an ICU? It is a mess. It is an ICU, or yeah. even on the, may, on the on the way to mortuary. Sure. Um, the problem is you cannot work in isolation mm. with all due respect to our minister. He cannot make decisions for us. We have to be part of the decision making. Sure. And oftentimes we feel that, you know what, decisions are made by people who are not on the ground. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's a lot to be changed. But more than anything, I think our attitudes as well as staff members or healthcare providers needs to change. Sure. But you, you will never get that change if you're still here. You need to get out, see what other people are doing in other places. Then you will understand. I never understood it. Like a friend of mine kept on saying to me, you know what? You know, this health, uh, our health system is a mess. We need to match. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let private be private and public because Mm. it's a mess. But when you see it being done in other places, you often feel like, you know what, our poor people actually don't have... I remember I was in the UK about 12 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing a couple of gigs and I wasn't feeling well. And I went to a public hospital. Yeah. And I was like, is this a public hospital? Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah. And I got help. Everything was happening. Yeah. It's because... Decisions in South Africa are made in offices without involving people on the ground level. Involve the p- people on the ground level and then you would, I, get, I guess you'll have change. Before we let you go, yeah. you're also a businesswoman. Yeah. How is your being in Canada affecting your business here? And what is that business? Okay, the first, okay, I have a medical tourism company. Okay. It's called Rega. Um, you know, when I moved, in fact, when I, after I graduated, I mm. took a six-month break. Okay. I actually didn't want to be employed at that time because I knew I was moving to Canada. Mm. So I was trying to put stuff together. Sure. But, you know, I think there were things that I overlooked because the first three months were quite hard and painful for the business. Mm. I had to, you know, retrench some of my staff members. And... Um, after some time, I mean, it, it picked up. Sure. I had to swallow my pride and understand that now I'm in a different place mm. and I need a partner. So then I partnered up, 
partnered up with somebody else okay. and now we what is medical tourism so medical tourism basically is providing health care to people who are coming from different parts of the country and outside for example you don't have cardiology services somewhere in Kwanondaba somewhere mm. or in KZN somewhere mm. or in Limpompo somewhere so then I would bring you into Joburg Cape Town or Durban and I will organize you know the doctor i'll organize the hospital admission and afterwards if you want to go on a holiday if you want to go if you maybe you're coming ah. from london and you're coming to south africa sure. south africa for you know um tummy tag or whatever then afterwards you don't want to go back after you have your nose job you want to recoup a bit yeah and, um, or maybe it's usually people who come for plastic surgery sure. they don't want to go back immediately mm. so then they want to go for safaris they want to so there's know, a explore. market for that there is a big market for it how do we support your business where do we find it okay so i have a website it's reega r e e e g a and all the details are there and we also do pharmaceuticals so now we started di- distributing uh, medicine to zimbabwe okay which is something that's uh, quite exciting sure and hopefully when i come back i don't walk into anyone's hospital that's the plan are you guys doing weed yet uh not me particularly okay. but there are people that i work with for instance bgm pharmaceuticals mm. it's a big company um they do um weed stuff oh okay yeah okay great stuff yeah. where do we find you online if we'd like to follow you on social media so it's V's, V-I-E-E-Z-E-E. Okay. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. Thank you your for having me. Your story is nothing short of inspirational. Thank you so and, much. And uh, even if we just helped one person uh, yeah. re-look at their lives, then I think we were on, were on the right track. Thank so, you so much. So uh, good luck in Canada. Thank you. And come back with your ideas and your brain, and let's fix things. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Viwe Mtwesi, cardiologist, is about to leave the building.